During this episode, we are going to talk about the crazy, fun, sometimes frustrating middle adolescent years. Those are the teen years between the ages of approximately 14 and 17. Never minimize what they are thinking or feeling because whatever is happening to them that's causing them stress or anxiety, it is a big deal for them. Even if you don't think it's that big of a deal, for them it is. Welcome to the Empowered Parent Podcast with Renee. Being a teenager is hard. Being a parent of a teenager can be even harder. Each episode, we deliver tips, tools, tricks, and stories to help you feel empowered, confident, and energized as the parent of a teenager. Teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way. Now, here's your host, Renee Sinning. Renee is a certified life, leadership, and success coach for teenagers and their parents. She's also a mom of three young adults and an experienced high school educator of 18 years. Renee is well-versed in everything teen. Now, without any further ado, here's Renee. Hey parents, welcome to another episode of the Empowered Parent Podcast. I am Renee Sinning, teen life coach and parent partner. During this episode, we are going to talk about the crazy, fun, sometimes frustrating middle adolescent years. Those are the teen years between the ages of approximately 14 and 17. During those years, teenagers are going through a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. And some of those things are within those their control, but a lot of those things are not. So let's talk about all the different changes and challenges that are happening throughout these years. And then I'm going to give you a few things that you can do to get through it yourself. So number one, during the four ages of about 14 to 17, they're still going through a lot of physical changes. For some, puberty has already been going on for a couple of years. For others, it is just start, just starting. So because teenagers all develop at a different rate, it's never a one-size-fits-all. This is really important because what may have worked for one of your children will probably fall flat with another one. It's just not a one-size-fits-all. We have three children. Tr- yes, we have three children. They're now young adults, and we parented them all under the same umbrella, But they each had to be parented in some instances a little bit different. It's just never a one-size-fits-all. Also, during these years, many teens are becoming interested in romantic and sexual relationship. There is no getting around it, parents. This is normal. You got to deal with it. You just do. Your teenager may be in peer groups where their friends are sexually active and they are talking about it they may be exposed to things at a very young age that even if you do everything in your power to shield them if they're in school chances are they're going to be exposed to more than you would prefer at a much younger age and this is because teenagers talk teenagers talk about everything they just do And so we, as parents, have to recognize that. Don't be surprised if they don't want to talk to you about their romantic and sexual relationships. Some teens are an open book, but other ones with their parents, they cannot go there. They don't want to go there. They won't go there. It's awkward. It's uncomfortable. Don't take it personally. Always remember, it's not a one-size-fits-all. 
Second, or third actually, arguments become often much more frequent as they struggle for independence. This may not only include arguments with you, this can be arguments with siblings, arguments with other authority figures such as teachers or coaches. Some kids are clearly more argumentative than others and that's just the nature of the game. Chances are you're going to encounter some of that. Next, this is often the time period where behavioral issues become more common and they're often teenagers are often perceived as being lazy. School challenges may become more prevalent. Sometimes lazy isn't really lazy. There could be a lot more going on. It's often when they get into high school. I taught high school math. So a lot of teenagers, when they came into Algebra 2 in particular, that was the first time they really had to study. And for kids who breezed through their academics, all of a sudden they get to an age where, or a grade or a course or something where they suddenly have to study and it's not so easy that could become a real challenge for kids that don't necessarily have those skills or those tools. So sometimes lazy isn't really lazy. There could be more going on. Likewise, during these years, a lot of times they're starting to think about their future. That can be really scary. It can cause a lot of angst. Some kids are real clear. They're like, I want to be a doctor. I want to be a doctor or I don't want to go to college, whatever that is. Other kids are just wavering. They have no idea what they want to do, which is normal, but it can cause angst depending on the child. And for some it's just more uncomfortable or more comfortable rather to act like they don't care at all than to admit they have shortcomings, whether that's academic, social, or anything else. They just kind of put walls up and act like, oh, I don't care. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I don't need friends. I don't, I don't care about school. I don't care about my grades. They care, parents. They care. So we wonder why teens today have mental health challenges, right? Mental health challenges doesn't mean they have a mental illness. They have a lot going on with their bodies. Their brains are not yet developed. There's pressure to conform. They have a ton of messaging coming at them from every which direction. So teen adolescence and mental health, it goes hand in hand. And again, mental health challenges does not mean mental illness. It could, but it's just because they're challenged with certain things doesn't mean that there's something wrong with them medically. Did you know that an estimated 10 to 20% of adolescents globally experience mental health conditions yet remain undiagnosed and or undertreated. And so if you have any concerns about your teenager having any kind of mental health challenges, always seek the help of a medical professional first. But again, that doesn't mean that they're depressed, they have anxiety, it doesn't mean they have to go on medication, it doesn't imply they have a mental illness. At the same time, a teenager's mental health could be challenged to the point that they could use help and support, whether that's from someone like me, like teen life coaching can be really beneficial for the right kid with mental health challenges, or they might truly need a medical therapist or a professional. You have to figure out what it is that your child needs because you don't necessarily want them to have to struggle through these years if they don't have to. You know, there is help available. Teen coaching, just to give you a little background on that, isn't about fixing teenagers. I don't see teenagers as being broken. It's more about helping them manage all the stuff coming at them and helping them to learn strategies and tools to do things like regulate their emotions, become more self-aware so they can better handle that stress and anxiety that's coming at them, at them because it's near impossible to avoid in this day and age. And teenagers who have good self-esteem and confidence are less likely to succumb to the overwhelming pressure and expectations of society and friends and peers. And instead, when they can get that inner confidence, start to like themselves and feel good in their own skin, they're more 
likely to forge that path on what works best for them. And for some teenagers, this is really a challenge for, for others. They kind of breeze right through it. Again, it depends on the kid. And there's no judgment there at all. None. Also, and this is a biggie, many teens are just not com comfortable talking to their parents about romantic and sexual relationships. We'll often open up and share that with a coach or another trusted adult, not just coaches. Um, I have teenagers that talk to me all the time about things that I know they're not telling their parents. And that's okay. Teenagers don't have to tell their parents everything. Again, I was a mom of three young adults. I know they didn't tell me everything, but it's really vital that teens have a trusted adult that they can talk to. It's important that they have somebody that they can vent to and talk to about what they're seeing on social media, about how to protect their character and use their voice, like boundaries, like no means no. The impact of sharing nudes, that's really uncomfortable to talk to parents about, but man, that's kind of rampant these days. It's pretty scary, along with dating boundaries, et cetera, et cetera. So anyhow, what can you do as a parent? So there's a few things. I'm going to share with you three things that you can do. Number one, do everything in your power to create a good connection with your teenager. It might not always seem like it, but teens want to have a good relationship with their parents. If your relationship with your teen isn't where you'd like it to be and you haven't already, consider joining my five-day better connection with your teen challenge. It's on my website. The link is below. It's free. It's a five-day challenge. It's 10 days of access and you'll just get a lot of videos and valuable information plus a workbook and just might give you some food for thought because sometimes when we're in the thick of it, it's hard to step out. We don't really know what to do. And so check that out if you are looking to improve your relationship with your team. Number two, practice, practice active listening. Be 100% present when you're talking to your teenager. When you're having that connection and communication and conversation, be present. Don't be looking at the TV. Have your phone down. And don't only listen to their words, but pay attention to their body language. Try to hear what they're not saying, right? Listen to hear, not necessarily to share, share your opinion. Meaning try not to be thinking what you're going to say next, but instead be fully engaged in what they're sharing with you. A lot of times teens don't open up all that often. So it's almost like when they do, drop everything and just be there, right? And the big one, which I talk about this all the time, and it's just that important, is acknowledge and validate what they're going through and experiencing. Never mind, never minimize what they are thinking or feeling because whatever is happening to them that's causing them stress or anxiety, it is a big deal for them. Even if you don't think it's that big of a deal, for them it is. It doesn't mean you have to agree with them, but rather you see and hear them. And acknowledging is something like, I can see you're angry. I can see you're upset. And validating is kind of like, it makes sense that you feel that way. It's no wonder you're feeling that way, whatever that may be. So those are three really big ways that you can support your teenager through the crazy middle, frustrating, sometimes fun, middle adolescent years. And again, number one was do everything in your power to have that good connection with them so they come to you and they're comfortable coming to you to share number two is that practice active listening which isn't always easy and number three and you can't do this too much is acknowledge and validate and that's it my name is renee sinning i am an international teen life coach and parent partner and i work with teens and parents every day my advice to parents is always Figure out what's going to work for your teenager. Don't suffer in silence. You are not alone. And reach out. Set up some of those free appointments. Like I give a free strategy, parent strategy consultation. 
it's always free and it's no pressure. It's just, and not only is it no pressure, I don't even share my program with you unless you ask. So if you have any concerns about your teenager and are curious at all about what teen life coaching might do or how it works and what it is and how it might help, reach out. Seriously, it's only 30 minutes. Set up that strategy consultation. If nothing else, I'm going to listen to you for 30 minutes. And so you get to talk and you get to vent a little bit. So uh, that's it. I will see you next time. Thanks for joining us this week on the Empowered Parent Podcast. Be sure to subscribe so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Be sure to head over to reneesinning.com to pick up some parenting freebies. And remember, teenagers want to be happy. Sometimes they just need a little help along the way.